everyone. Welcome to another episode of Out of Character with Jupiter and Cotton. And hello, Cotton. Indeed. Hello, hello. Good How to be back. It's uh, we're doing pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, this, well, this is actually early for us. Usually it's Sunday. And, uh, we Usually have the... it's Sunday. Yeah, I, I have a family obligation, so I'm unable to, to do Sunday. So we had to go a little earlier. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will let our uh, adoring fan base see if it changes the energy. Friday versus Sunday. You know, <laughs> post work as opposed to two days to relax. Will we be more amped? Stay tuned. No, no, we will not. <laughs> no, well that 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 kills the stay tuned vibe. Uh, I said stay tuned. Like no, nah, I don't know where about. It was a four day work week. It felt like a ten day work week. Just saying. Yeah, and I'm, it I'm was like, a long week. I had nothing, no, it was. I had nothing to do. I'm in like a weird transition. You had nothing video. to do. Oh my yeah. god, I have so much to do. Like they're asking me, well, did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. Why didn't you do that? I said because two people on the team are on vacation and I'm stuck doing a lot of stuff. So yeah. Yeah, it must suck. <laughs> I just watched that new thing, uh, that new show, Invincible, on Amazon Prime. <gasps> Here's a shout out to Invincible. It's quite good. I highly suggest it. It is very good. I have watched uh, the whole the whole season twice. I damn, I'm one episode shy of the full season, the full boat. Okay. So let me tell you my experience the first time I watched uh, the first episode. It was with my brother, and I know this isn't our topic for tonight. This is us just rambling right now, but I'll get there. This is All the right. pre-ramble. So it's about etiquette, and this is really just a breach of etiquette. Okay, here we go. Sitting there watching the episode with my brother, who has seen it all and has read the, the comic, knows everything about this show. The minute the dad comes on and Mark gets his powers and all of that stuff, my brother proceeds to tell me the entire plot and the big twist that comes at the end. What in the g golly fuck? <laughs> I actually had it ruined for me because I learned about the show on Reddit, and so I kind of knew oh, what to expect. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wish I hadn't. Still great, but yeah, no, your brother's a shitbag, and if you do that, you're bad. If you, so we're gonna go. Hey, hey, this is a great way to start our topic. You ready? Here we go. <laughs> Segway time. Meta gaming. Don't do it. You're a shit ass. <laughs> I actually know that Strahd's gonna do. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like. <laughs> No, I had to sit there politely, nodding my head and smiling, going, uh-huh, yeah, okay, great, wonderful. And then I, the entire thing was ruined. I knew everything that was going to happen. That is, well, your brother clearly sucks. Isn't it the same brother who got you into gaming by playing <laughs> yes. Halo? Okay. No, 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 not Halo. No, 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 no. He got no, me into jump stairs. It's worse. No, he did, not gaming, he got me into RPGs by letting me play with his friends when they play D&D. Okay. But That's he only good. let me play a fighter because you didn't have to make any decisions. <laughs> All you did was hit things when they told you to. And I was like, I can do that. I can do that. Uh, wow. So, <laughs> you know what? I just wanted to play, so I was happy to do anything. <laughs> it's not a bad first class. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, you're, yeah, I don't know. That, that, but, I have a friend who does that. Let me, here, here's the, the fucking... The thing you know where it's coming. Let me just tell you one thing and it doesn't ruin it. I'm going to stab you. Like, I hate that shit. I hate <laughs> <laughs> Every time. It's like, look, I have one thing. Not going to ruin everything. But it, uh, he's actually Luke's father. So that that's it. It's just one thing. It's one thing. I didn't even oh, tell you. They, you know, this was, and then he told me, like, even told me stuff that didn't happen in this season that would happen in future seasons. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> I will just keep this knowledge to myself. But yes, it is terrible when you have somebody that kind of ruins the surprise. And in gaming, there are 
There are ways when you're at a table to do that, like you said, metagaming. Yes, don't don't metagame. Like especially if it's like a module the D, the DM's running and you've been through that module, so you just kind of ruin it for everybody else because you know what's going to happen and, and it's like eh. Or the first time you encounter trolls. Like uh-huh. that's like trolls have one gimmick, right? They're impossible uh-huh. to kill except for uh, do, do I say it? Do I? <laughs> do I yeah, you don't role? want to say it because what if you don't know? Well, they have particular uh, benefits and they have particular weaknesses, and they're both very acute. So it's one of those things to where if you know the thing, you're gonna win. Like 100, percent you're if you're able to fight this creature at all, you'll win. And if you don't know it, it it is a gigantic difference. It is mm-hmm. sort of an iconic monster, the the, the troll from D and D, where it, it has one big trick about what you don't know. And if you know that, and you're that player, and you have the new player, don't tell them. I mean, you know, you can, you know, have your exceptions, and they would know, or the character would, or whatever. But if they don't know, and the GM has not made it clear that they will be telling them today, don't help. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that there are players in uh, in online games, specifically, that when they encounter a monster, they are automatically Googling those stats and seeing what it is so they know. Yeah, don't do that. That's I not think cool. that's a terrible, terrible thing. To, it's like, stop. Don't do that. I know you want to know how to kill it, but figure it out in game. Like, just stop. Just stop looking at the stats for the thing that you're fighting. Yeah. Stop it. Let the it's, GM run that. Let And and take your lump sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you will learn. You are going to cast a sleep spell on Undead. Uh-huh. And it will fail. And you'll feel stupid. But you'll get smarter. And and <laughs> the next time, you'll, you'll know. Good for you. Uh, you know, so... You know, and, and that yeah. So don't meta game. Don't meta game. Don't be that guy. It's very easy to do. It's very easy to fall into because you're excited and you've got a piece of information. So maybe ease up on easy it. Easy to fall into. It is. It is very easy. And I, I know I've done this. I've taken out of game knowledge and brought it in game when my character would never have that knowledge. And I didn't mean to do it. I was just excited that I knew something. Right. And I it's just not- did it. And it was like oh. If you do this, don't worry. You're not terrible. (laughs) It is just an unbroken string of it that makes you terrible. So don't like if you if you make it fine. You know, it's like what is it? It's like the Catholic Church, and they've got like venal sins and mortal sins. This is this is fine. This is like eating meat on Friday. It's bad. Don't do it a lot, and you know, (laughs) it's just three hail marys. Three hail marys, and you're done. You're good. Yeah, and don't tell them what the troll does. There you go. So that's that's yeah. my first one. Do you have that's one that you want to get one? to? Um, I hate, and this was this is mainly for a face to face game. Cell phones at the table. Hmm. I the hate devil. when your character isn't engaged in the scene currently. You just whip your phone out and start getting on Facebook or Reddit or whatever, and you're not paying any attention. And then all of a sudden, we're talking to you, and you look up, and you're like, "Wait, what's happening?" And then we have to give you an entire brief of what just hate, hate, hate. hate. I, I don't even like character sheets on the cell phones. I mean, I, yeah. I understand it's a tool, and there are mm-hmm. certain situations where if you're in a mobile, like you, you picked up all your stuff, you don't want to carry everything. I got it. But generally speaking, I don't like them. It's so easy to get lost in the doohickey mm-hmm. because phones have doohickeys. They're they're wonderful. I love my phone. It allows me to not talk to people or make eye contact with those <laughs> who want things from me. It's thank you, thank you. You know tech oligarchs of America for creating it. Having said that, <laughs> don't come to the table with it. Because you're one click away or swipe. I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> you're, you're, one, you're one swipe away from doing something else. Very easy mm-hmm. to be tempted by, I don't know, something on Reddit or whatever, or some mm-hmm. notification or a text message, whatever else. Just a quick, oh, just real quick. Now, 
it's wrong. Don't don't do it. Don't if your kid's in the hospital, fine. But otherwise, don't do it. But let people know, like, hey, look, I'm expecting a call or I'm going to have to. That's fine. If something's happening, I understand. Just let everybody know and do that. But if you're just sitting there looking at social media, Instagram, whatever, and you're not paying attention because your character isn't doing anything at the moment, then that's just kind of, to me, disrespectful of the entire game and everybody there. Like, I don't care unless it's about me. Is basically what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, don't do it. If you're yeah. if you're tapping on it, but even if you're in your character sheet, like okay, look, look, my phone is just it's just for my D and D device. I'm a tech person. I don't want to carry around paper. It's dead tree tech, and I'm all new age. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna be. I mean, people tend to play with it. They go in there, and you're like, oh, well, I cast these spells, and I can I can I can track this, and if I do this, because it's interactive, it's a very powerful mm-hmm. thing as opposed to a piece of paper. But you, yeah. it's easy to get sucked into, and your face is down in your phone. And it has the appearance of impropriety, as a judge might say. There's impropriety in the appearance of impropriety. Mm-hmm. And it looks bad. And yes, that counts. Because mm-hmm. then you have to explain, just don't do it. Get off of your phone. I don't even have my phone out. And when I'm GMing, to the I do have my phone out, it is literally just a piece of reference that I'm looking at real quick. And I'm the GM. Like, I'm obviously not going to be GM, like, hold like on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to be like, like, it's... If I'm doing it, I'm part of the thing. Like it's not like I'm, you know, I'm texting somebody. It's pretty clear that I'm looking at a piece of reference material, so they know that I'm plugged in. That's mm-hmm. it. That is that is it. And, and as a player, I wouldn't have myself on the table at all. Yeah. No. I think uh, our my face the last face to face group we actually did institute a no cell phones at the table. Period. You can't have it out. That's it. Because yeah. it was just too too disruptive. Now, for an online game. This changes a little bit. You get distracted. You're already online. You just open up another tab and you start looking at whatever. Or I have had players actually go and play games online while in a game that I'm GMing. Yeah, that's shitty. I'm not perfect. Jupiter, you're the GM for a game I'm in. I have opened up the occasional tab. Mistakes have been made. You can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Uh... I know when people aren't paying attention. I know when I have to repeat myself that there's a distraction See, we're not here to judge you, everybody. We're, we're not going to we, judge you. We, we want you to just, come back to the light. If you are doing these things, it annoys other people. Stop doing it. Yep. That's, that's the Stop lesson. It. But, Don't do it. <laughs> anyway. It's wrong. All yes. right, so we got paying attention. Uh, mm-hmm. I, will, I will say this. Uh, be prepared. Be, have your shit oh. together. Have your shit together. All right, so... And that involves multiple things. First of all, have your shit. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> have up have and your you character have... sheet and have your dice and have your stuff. Whether face-to-face or online, just have your stuff. Have Be ready to go, right? Yeah, you're a player, yeah. okay? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know what shit I have to do as a GM? It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Your ass could, like, like, to be a GM, you have to plan and have something of an idea. You have to, you have to do some work. You have to be on. I could show up as a player, like, hungover as shit and, and have been told about the game half an hour ago. And I can I can make it work. So show up with your shit. That's one. Two, the ancillary to showing up with your shit is have your mind in the right space to play your character, to role play that character, to mechanically operate your character. And this is especially a challenge if you don't play at regular intervals. The game that I run is once a month, and I run it with people who are not very experienced. And so the there's there's slippage. You know, we play and you know, I've, I've talked a lot about it. My mom is on or is in that group. And so she doesn't have the background. So we play once a month. That's not enough for a lot of that stuff to stick. Mm-hmm. But we call. She will call me 
like the weekend of, weekend before. And I'll just kind of go over some of those, ref- like the finer points with spellcasting as she plays a bard. Just a refresher. So it, it, depending, on, depending on your experience level, have your be ready to go. You know, if you're a little, if you're a little shaky on some weird rules, like as a GM, I have to Google the stealth rules and like social encounter stuff and how surprise works every single time. I'm going to forget. I'm going to have to Google it again. And so I, that's just part of the, that's part of the job. <laughs> I can't remember it. It's not going to stick ever. Apparently, mm-hmm. every weekend or every every uh, time that we're going to have that game. It's like the, it's like the five same rules I have to Google, so I have to do it. So do that if that's your that's your uh, character. Uh, also, I've had this happen at a at a game where it's like, okay, we're gonna play, uh, and we start playing. We're like 15, 20 minutes in, and then somebody goes, "Wait, did we level up last time?" Yeah. Oh, I didn't level up my character sheet. Hold on. Now we have to stop the game while they go and level up. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like that's that's kind of bad. Here's the solution: <laughs> if you if you're like me, uh, which is to say you're forgetful and a little shitty, uh, if you find yourself in that conversational channel, right? Hey, did we level up last time? Uh, the and you're clearly making it obvious that you do not know that this is, has occurred. So that's that's not great. Uh, just just lie. Just say, "Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I'm good." And then you you do some quick math, like get the HP right. You know? overtly change that sheet. You do not admit. Yeah. Oh wait, I didn't do it. Wait, hold on. Let me. It's like no, no, no. You know, hope it's not a major level where like big things unlock. You know, yeah. like level three or something for for various classes. You know, get the HP right. You know, figure out an extra spell slot. Maybe you don't get. To, oh, what's my extra spell going to be? You have to choose that shit later. Okay, you're going to mm-hmm. be stuck with the ones you had. It's going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It should be like, oh, I didn't. Well, then I guess you're going to do it after this game's over because I am not stopping the game for you to do something you had a week to do outside of the game. Right. You, you just bluff it. You uh-huh. just power through. Just power it. through. Don't don't stop the whole game to level up your character if you forgot to do it. Right. Super annoying. Super. So that's so now do you have one? Or I can, we can keep it going because I have you these are all more? great you ranting topics. I have a list. Right. Yes, yeah, of course I have a list. Of course I'm, you love I'm me. <laughs> Or do or am I bluffing? See, boom, lessons being dropped. Are you back. lying to me? Is that is that am what I, am I, am, is? You just but lie am I though, to me? But am I though? But are you? <laughs> if I find out you're lying to me, that would be bad if you were to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I wouldn't do that. Luckily for you, you wouldn't do that. Exactly. That's some shit somebody else would do. Uh-huh. Not, not about that life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear the. I want to hear the paper uh, crinkle, and I want to hear the next item on your list. There we <laughs> go. No, no. Um, I will not give money to the ASLU based on this. That that was <laughs> a random mailer I got. Anyway, uh, I I would say I'm gonna go ahead and get here before you get there, and that is allow everyone else time to shine. Oh. Uh, I try. I think I do okay. Uh-huh. And this is very easy to lose track of. It's I think it's easier to lose track of in Shadowrun. Than is D and D. D and D is is so de- the roles are very delineated. It's very very clear, and you will often have something to do. There's initiative order. Everyone's gonna. Everyone has something to do in a combat situation, and that's just how the game has been built. I think it's, you know, it maybe in extreme social encounters or even like social campaigns, your barbarian may be a little left out, and that's on the GM to an extent. But mm-hmm. do what you can as a player to allow everyone some time to shine. Uh, if you're making a heist idea, if if you're that guy or you're that girl and you're the point 
and you're the one coming up with the plan, you need to have everyone have like a role that's cool because otherwise, because that's why they're there. They're not there just to get 15,000 new yen. They're there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I always try to do that. I'm kind of, you know, that was the thing that I did when I put it on the hub. I would try to get, I would try to come up with a plan where everyone had a cool job. And if somebody could only do one job, that was a job that I tried to assign them to do, even if someone else could maybe do it better because they had uh, a more optimized character or had more karma through more play. Everyone needed to have some, something fun to do. So that's how I approach that. So do that. If, if you know, it's very clear from someone's character what they probably are good at. And this is in any game. You can probably tell what they kind of want to do. So if you have somebody roll up a life cleric, right? Uh, don't like maybe choose the healing feat or something or like, <laughs> or constantly be making, I don't know, I don't want to say that, but be aware that they need their opportunity to uh, showcase a little bit. If you've been talking for a while, you've been doing some social encounters, let them have something if it were to pop up, you know, like if there's a thief that runs through, runs through the streets after trying to pickpocket you, maybe let the barbarian knock that one out versus you, you know, you know, barding it up or something and, and blowing a bunch of dice and, and doing it on their behalf. Cause you kind of, that's their jam. That's what they, that's what they would do. Right. So. Yes. I've been at a table where somebody steamrolls it and just is, is playing like the, the director type player that just starts telling everybody what they're going to do. And nobody wants to go against them or they're so new. This one's super experienced. So we're just going to listen and that's it, you know, and it's just one person directing everyone else. And and that's now that can be fun for some players at the table because there's other players who really like to watch and don't really want to be in the limelight. They want to just make a few rolls and that's it. They're happy to be there. There are other players that just take it to the extreme. If you are, a good GM, you will kind of stop that one player that's steamrolling and purposely find a way to draw somebody else into the game. But as a GM, you also have to recognize, do they want to be in that limelight? If they don't want to be there, don't force it all the time, but do give them their shot. But if you are a person at a table and you find that you talk the majority of the time, you may be the problem. It's possible. And I know that I talk a lot, you know. I mean, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm not pointing I'm, I'm a good finger. I'm not pointing a finger. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you are the player and you are talking the majority of the time, um, that was, as all players have to speak, if you are the one dominating it, you are probably steamrolling it. You may not mean to. You may be doing it out of the goodness of your heart. You need to take a step back and let other people do yeah, try to set them up. And again, they may not take to it, like like you said, you know. They may not feel comfortable or desirable to play that role. Still, get, you know, throw, throw the pitch at them, let them try to try to swing at it, see if they like it, and you can tell. Uh, you'll be able to read the room there. But that that's that's one there. That's That was one that I thought is uh, worth mentioning. What else? Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued at your list. At my list? Okay. All right, here we go. We're, we're going to <laughs> the cotton list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I think is often overlooked and it can cause a lot of consternation and is easy to do is um, be careful with the major decisions and outcomes that you take as a player on in an individual sense. So, uh, you know, I'll give you an easy one. Like, you know, don't kill the town guard or don't like, you know, burn the, you know, burn someone's house down. I don't know. So, so something that would have a major issue, especially if it would conflict with one of the other players uh, or one of their especially one of their characters, 
but really either one, player or character. If you just do something and it's going to piss someone off and you didn't even check with them, uh, don't do that because it'll piss them off. They will not like they will not like the thing. You know, like if uh, I can, we have a current, we have a game right now, right? And uh, I, I am the Baron Oliver Honeybun, and I have this little barony that I'm very happy and protective of. So, like, you know, don't torch it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would that would like jack up my shit, you know? Or we have a character who uh, is very much into baubles, and mm-hmm. well, I did, I did, I did fuck his baubles up. That wasn't my bad, but that uh-huh. was through a series of unfortunate events. Well, I was not telling control. We of. learned, we learned by doing. So <laughs> we learned by doing. Yes, learned by doing. And and cotton learned. <laughs> but you know what? They make more baubles, okay? They're not making any more land. Wow. So that's it's different. <laughs> but <laughs> but try try not to do things that will shift the game or the party, you know, uh, in, in a certain way. Don't be selfish and be the murder hobo when the rest of the table is yeah. trying to be heroes. It is usually murder hoboing. It is don't to be fair. Be, like, don't just go, well, you know what? I don't like the way that guy looked at me. I don't like his cabbage cart. I'm going to go overturn the cart and I'm going to kill the guy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you can't just do that. You have a character who's like part of a wizarding school or something. That, that's their <laughs> background, right? They were from an order and uh, and that's existent in game. Cool. Like, don't go kill the headmaster because he was kind of a dick. Because now you've put that PC in a weird position. Like, what are they supposed to do now? Like, that's that's a weird thing. Yeah. So, yeah, don't be, don't be selfish. Don't be... Uh, I, some people will call it a that guy. Which... There, that guy comes in many forms, not just the selfish player that just wants to do his own agenda and that's it. Doesn't care about anything else. Doesn't even care about the GM's story, campaign, hooks, nothing. He's just there to do what he wants to do and that's it. Right. That's an uh, that's a selfish, inconsiderate player. Just go away. It's also very bad etiquette, but it probably goes more into toxic player and you need to have a conversation and either get them to fall in line with everyone else at the table or to leave it it can be a toxic player i've all I, I have seen that i've also seen players who just view it differently or they're very new mm-hmm. and they genuinely weren't just trying to be trolley that that was that was how they saw it but they didn't take time to think about somebody else's perspective yes. you know that and and, and then there's the, the, the situation well, because nobody else matters but theirs. That, man you have a straight <laughs> <laughs> jupiter paladin extraordinaire <laughs> well, i don't play a paladin <laughs> no because you because you are one i'm is that, a murder hobo because <laughs> you are a paladin in real life i want a murder and hobo. you wish to have an escape i want to run and be a murder hobo. i just want to run around and kill shit but i don't when i'm in a game i don't i restrain myself and go with the group because that's what a good player does i love <laughs> murder hoboing but I know when I'm at a table, not everybody that likes it, so I don't. But I do little bitty little murder hobo things. I just don't. They just don't result in murder or death, but they are pretty mean. That's what I do to just get my angst out, and that's fine. But it's still, it's you know, read the room. You're like a good vampire, like you're a murder hobo, and you have to do a little bit of murder hoboing so you don't die. But you understand it's fundamentally bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't murder hobo like like in the podcast. I could. In the Without a Net podcast, we have played, I, I have played Shadowrun and now Vampire. I don't run around murder hoboing in those games. Oh, spoilers. I don't. I'm old I'm on not, episode I one. don't. Alien, as Oz points out, oh, I'd be able to murder hobo all day long because the system allows me to do that. And it begs me to do it with its agendas. So <laughs> I'm good. That's where I get, I, I've read the room. 
I know this system allows this, the system wants it, I'll do it. And nobody can be upset with me. The agenda told me to be this way. That's it. But I can't be in a D&D game and just do that. You have to read the, the read the table. <laughs> I'm sorry, read the comments. I'm now caught up in the comments. <laughs> I'm like, the, 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 the peanut gallery is getting awful mouthy over there. <laughs> the peanut gallery is loving it. Yes, I should play a paladin. No, nobody can yeah. make me. I tried it one time and it ended miserably. You were there for that one, Oz. Um, I am the biggest uh, murder hobo, Zakara. He has seen my restraint. He has seen me in Shadowrun torture young people, gangers, because they spilled soda on a person next to me and some of it splashed onto my character. Y'all are dark. And I went and caused (laughs) the spell, I was a mage, spell agony, mass agony on these kids because how dare they splash me with their soda. There's a spell called mass agony? It was agony. Yeah. Oh, I was not, I, I, that's just the way it is. And I, I did. People were upset. I could care less. Good lord. I just Burn Nate in the countryside here. See? But I didn't murder anybody. It was so, just some pain. The point is, is that if, if her crazy ass can hold it back, you if can my too. Crazy ass can hold if it you back, can if you can if you can lash it down, <laughs> everybody else can take all of their uh their 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 darker sided uh, aspects of their personalities. You know, they're they're worser angels, as it were, and uh, <laughs> lock them down for the, the greater good. Sakara is saying he had to field DMs because people were upset about that character. I don't. <laughs> it was totally in line with my character. It wasn't murder. I didn't cause like, you know, because the minute the spell drops, it's not like they had any hit. They didn't lose any health or anything. Yeah, just PTSD. Yeah. and Yeah. yeah. But they're gangers. They, they signed it's up the, for this. It's the mental scars that, that don't Man. heal. They were already mentally scarred. <laughs> They're living in a dystopian future. I've, I've got, now I've got an etiquette one. That that, this is only, well, mostly for tabletop games. I, I mean, person up, you know, in face games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Follow whatever the food policy is. Like, if you all get pizza, mm-hmm. fine. Fine, 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 fine. But if everybody else is like kind of ready to go and you show up with like a pizza or a Subway sandwich or, you know, got like, I don't know. The, the, I think the worst would be like a plate of spaghetti. You know, like something good and sloppy, lots of red sauce. Mm-hmm. Don't do that because you're. It is distracting. It's like smells and it's in the way, and you're and you're 100 going to get some shit on somebody else's stuff, and mm-hmm. you can't get it out. You know, and even, even if it's a roll twenty or online style game, you are going to be like smacking in the mic. You know. Oh, I uh, food food sounds are the worst. I try, yeah, like I'm I'm drinking mm-hmm. a gin and tonic. I'm tr- I try to like sneak it in or or like you know. Like you know, you know, do, do like the, the the kind of cat swallows liquid, just like you know, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like nurse it now or or like knock the mute button up if I can. I have forgotten this, but I I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, Zarkara says don't, don't burp into the mic. Okay, you you. you. All right, I'm 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 gonna out Zarkara. He has, Oz has, Bamps has. I have played with countless people who have done that into the mic, and I'm just like okay. I think it could happen once. It happens. I mean, it's going to happen. If I'm sitting around a table and they do it, I'm not going to be as upset. Like, who cares? It happens. I don't care. I I, I don't care. But, like, don't be obnoxious about it, you know? Yeah. I understand if it happens, it happens. It's fine. But don't, like, make it an ongoing, habitual thing. If it happens, like, once, I get it. If it keeps happening, push to talk. Enable push to talk. Hit your mute button. Do something. Yeah. Yeah, Just be aware. Just if you're the only one eating at the table. You're probably wrong. You know, if you're eating online, 
do the best you can to mask it. Be subtle. We can probably hear it. Knock your mute button up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, whatever, some people whatever think do. they're muted and then do it and then don't realize that they aren't muted. And that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, like, they don't realize the hot, the hot mic, hot mic. Please watch what you do and say. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Double check, you know. Yeah. Either yeah. Tr- tr- treat it like it's a firearm. Be sure. Double check. <laughs> don't oh. point your mic at anything you do not wish to have picked up and broadcasted. <laughs> right. But going back to the food thing, in a face-to-face game, now, we've we've done this. I had a face-to-face game. There were eight people in this game. One GM, the rest were players. We would go to one person's house. They insisted on always hosting. Okay. They would make food for everyone. And we would always say, we can take turns. We can bring something to eat. Somebody will order pizza. We'll pay for it. You don't have to always do this. And they were like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. And then one day it was, we can't do the food anymore. It's too expensive. And we're always having to rush around the day of to get it all cooked and ready. And which it's just too much. And we're like, but we have told you countless times that you don't have to. You insisted. But then they got mad. Well, that's just someone being a martyr. If you are the one that is hosting and you you are the one that sets the food policy, are you going to provide food? Let them know. Do you want them to bring their own food before the game starts to eat? Let them know. If you're like, hey, don't bring any food. Eat before you come. You can have snacks or we'll have snacks. Bring, bring your own beverage. We'll have snacks. You set the policy on the food. If you're hosting, you set the food policy. I think that is the fair assessment but if you are the one hosting and you set the food policy you then cannot get upset at the players because you're the one always providing x you are the one that chose to do it don't whine and cry that's a, yeah that well i think that's a larger issue of general uh advice giving of don't be a martyr or this i just have no patience for people who put me to, who put me in a position where i'm either rude or an asshole like this person you're talking about made food against protest and then complained no no sir no that's bullshit. <laughs> and it zero is for this. As as Akara mentions, it's really hard when you're providing food for a group. You have to check the menu with the group because what we had in this group, we had somebody who said, I want it gluten-free. You had one person that didn't like tomatoes. What? I don't like tomatoes. Pizza's out. <laughs> Unless I get a white sauce, but then nobody else liked the white sauce. So- oh, my God. So it gets difficult when you're providing. So... Well, just it kick was, that person out. Okay, right? they, yeah, if they're gluten-free and they can't eat anything that's good, just you know. <laughs> it no, does I'm, get I'm, difficult. But here's the thing where you have to have a conversation, heaven forbid, have the conversation about how you're going to handle food. If you're doing face-to-face and you're – I still say whoever's hosting decides how it works. If they want to cook for everyone and they can manage the menu – to make everybody happy, great. If they want everybody to just bring something an hour before game starts so it can be eaten, cleaned up before game starts, fine. That's fine. Just just have the conversation and set the rule. But don't be that jerk that brings the pasta to the game right at game time, sits down, starts flinging sauce everywhere, making food sounds. Making food sounds. The food sounds terrible. are clearly a prize food sound. I hate, I hate... The smacking, uh, if I yeah. can hear that anywhere, and it, I have almost fired people from their jobs as a manager if I hear food sounds. I know I what you almost, mean. It drives me insane. Did. It's like the I anti-ASMR. It's the worst. My dad does it. He'll get behind me, like lean over the computer, and then like just chew something in this like circular motion with it, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like what the what the fuck? No, yeah. don't. No. Sorry, uh, we, both of us are all food sounds, but oh, our car no, brought no, no. something. 
about communication. And yes. that is probably the biggest thing. Communicate about anything and everything all the time, always. If something makes you uncomfortable in the game, or you think it makes someone else uncomfortable, communicate. If you don't feel like the food policy should be the way that it is, communicate. Uh, if you don't like someone's action at the table, communicate. Here's what you don't do. Take revenge in-game. Wrong. Don't do it. I don't like what he did. and I, don't, I, don't, I just don't like that. I'm going to sit here, silently stew, and then find some piss ant or, or penny ante way to you know, screw over their character so that I can be passive-aggressive towards them. Because that's better than just saying, hey, man, I, I don't really like how that panned out. Communicate. Mm -hmm. Talk. Share your feelings. There you go. This is g general adulting. <laughs> I know. It's the easiest thing. It's the thing that solves the majority of problems, but my lord, we don't want to do it. Right. We so I, I didn't put it. on that one, but communication is, is key in everything. That sounds like such a piece of, of silly pablum, but people don't do it. It's like, you well, know, it's the right thing to do. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. Communicate, communicate. I'm not, I'm not going to, though. I see now that they're talking about drinking at the table. Drinking uh, at the table must always be allowed. That's bad <laughs> etiquette to ban and be a dry table, you monster. A dry table. Jeez, a dry table. Could you imagine? What are you trying to do? Win at D&D? God. Jesus, I don't know what to say. I, I would say don't drink more than anyone at the table. Don't drink less than anybody at the table. <laughs> keep it keep it between the navigational beacons. You you need to be able to make co uh, reasonable choices and decisions while you're playing. You have to be able to speak coherently. Yes, don't get so drunk. And And we've gone. We've played to where we have all gotten like wasted yeah i, I can and tell i can tell it's that kind of game <laughs> it devolves face-to-face -face online i've i yeah it's you know it's great listening to people who are drunk playing i.e us that was great i feel bad <laughs> i feel bad because he almost died his, his liver hated him i'm sure and it was a miserable experience for him but i i loved i was entertained by his misery and that's that's my fault that should be I a, that, that, I that should be a new podcast. It should be like like the uh, the drunk history. It should be like drunken D and D green text, where you have someone sit down with a glass of whatever they drink, and then tell their horrendous tales that where people have violated these norms and rules that we have now that we have now <laughs> laid out laid out thusly. Oh, I've I've got one. I've got one. May have to ruffle some feathers here. Uh -huh. do, is this fall in line with etiquette, or do we want to save this for another episode where no, this is this is etiquette. Have a drink and we can talk. This is etiquette. This is okay. etiquette. All right. And this is going to be uh, very important because Gen Con's coming up. We have to do a Gen Con episode in August. I'm excited. <sighs> and we'll get to talk about this again. And I'm excited as well. Okay. Hi, Gene. I'm going to tell oh you what to do. Oh my god. I'm going to tell you what to do. And uh, this is not up for debate. I'm not wrong. There's no other wow. opinion. This is wow. the word of of cotton god. Okay, uh, have a shower the day of the thing. Okay, uh, I don't give a shit about any. Like, there's literally no excuse. We don't do that much in my. We don't. We don't. Oh, we don't shower that often in my country. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking care. We do here. You know, <laughs> if you're French or some shit, I don't care. Shower wow. every day. Generally speaking, not so much my business if I don't see you, but. Yes, have a shower. Use deodorant. There are no exceptions to this. You may think you there have is, one. There is an exception to this. What is it? Yes, you should use deodorant. I don't shower every day. If I showered every day, my hair would be dry and frizzy and my skin would be dry and itchy. It's called I conditioner. I can't shower every day. It's called I just Vi can't. A guy named Vidal Sassoon. What? You guys have all been around me. Do I have died. bad hygiene? Do I have and bad hygiene? He... No. Do I have bad No, I don't. I don't shower every day. So I think the rule is on hygiene. If you can smell yourself, everybody else can too. 
no, 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 before no. it gets to that point. People can't smell themselves. It is a, it is a That's absolute what I'm saying. If you are able can't. to smell yourself, then everybody else definitely can smell you. No, but there are people who cannot smell themselves who I can. I still say a shower every day might be too much. I think I, at least every other. Shower at before the, okay, other. fine. Or you day of, shower. Yes, shower day of. Do whatever you oh, You can shower once a year for all I give a shit. But the day that you're in the same room with me, not, make that shower. <laughs> make that the day. Okay. <laughs> make that the day. Okay. That's gonna be the one. So shower the day of the thing. Partly mm-hmm. before. And here's a few reasons why. Other than uh, you should just fucking do it. Uh, you're gonna be sitting in a chair a lot of the time. You're gonna mm-hmm. be with other people in a room. Mm-hmm. And here's what happens: you may be in a small room, and you have all these bodies, and people don't understand fundamentally how much heat their bodies pump out. It's quite a lot. If you put four or five people in a medium-sized room where the doors are shut, so that there's privacy for other people in the house who may not want to be hearing the game or God knows what, it mm-hmm. will heat up that room, mm-hmm. and you will start to sweat. And you're just sitting there, and uh, you know maybe you're a little hunched up in a chair. And there's uh, some sweat going on. A leather some, chair that some, doesn't breathe. And, and you're not breathing. And there's no <laughs> air. And it's everyone talking. And it's a lot of breath. And there's sweat. And it, it's it's a shower thing. Use deodorant. There are no exceptions to this. Antiperspirant. Not deodorant. Antiperspirant. Sorry, I misspoke. Antiperspirant. And there are people who feel this is not true. <laughs> do us a solid. Okay? Do the thing. Just do. Just do it. Just make it happen. That's what we care about. As we said, so be sure you're well fed. Have your shower. Use deodorant. You know, show up and have. Don't be, don't be like blitz. I think you know. Uh, who is it? Oz threw, threw out the three, two, one rule. Three out. I, I don't like the three, two, one rule. Three hours of sleep, two meals, one shower. That's like, that's convention uh, rules. When you're at like Gen Con, it's three hours minimum of sleep, two meals minimum to to live in one really? shower every day. Three hours of sleep. There are some terrible. people that don't sleep at all. Yeah, they're called cocaine addicts, and that's fine. Wow, but or they're just called bigger fans than you. They don't sleep at all. <laughs> like, there yeah, are some people that a, don't sleep or just have a few hours, yes. They're young. Sleepy heel to die they're young season. people that can do it. Well, I'd I go young, for five. I could do all-nighters. They were easy to do. Now I can't unless it's in, unintentional due to insomnia. I just I realize <laughs> five two one doesn't sound as cool as three two one, but if you go to bed at two and wake up at seven, like that's fine. <laughs> it's like you didn't miss too much, okay, buddy? Like it's it's fine. <laughs> you don't need to drink that hard from the cup of life. <laughs> wow. So you don't get five hours of sleep, but three three is horrible. Three is a nap. That's that's just enough time to feel <laughs> bad. It's not a nap. That's just enough time to feel bad. So wow. get some sleep. Don't be blitzed drunk. Uh, be somewhat well fed. Be ready to go. Uh, you know, maybe run a brush through your hair if you're feeling particularly preppy that day. Is that if I was solid really ground for, there? For face to face and co- and when you're playing games at like conventions, if on an online game you could be as gross as you want to be. Yeah. Good, I don't care. I don't, I don't smell or see you. Doesn't make a difference. I would actually. Uh, suggest also, especially well. well that the, 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 again, this is more of a Gen Con thing. Maybe no, I'll go in, t- in a table game where you're in the same room. Mm-hmm. I prefer to wear a thicker shirt with a little absorption than like ye old cool T-shirt with the dragon on it, because it's thin and it will fail faster in its in its uh, task. You know, polo shirts they make you look better and possibly smell better. Polo shirts. My sure guy, I don't know. Right now, what's I'm wrong with the polo you, like, shirt? Oh, what's wrong with polo the T-shirt? Shirt. You know what you can't wear in a face-to-face game, especially if you're a woman? Anything with a V-cut. Well, yeah. 
because you have you you have guys at the table that just get distracted by breasts. It's annoying. I I can't wear my 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 cute little top of the V cut to a game. I have to wear my my crew neck T shirt with the dragon on it so nobody's distracted. Well, I also don't I wear V neck. Like I, I I it'd be different if guys were just like rocking V neck, showing off our you know like patchy chest hair, and you were somehow like barred from this because of boobs. But I, I can't, I can't, you know, you know what I can't wear at work? Anything but the same goddamn thing every day. All the, the sandals and the, and the strappy bullshit. No, no, no. I get to wear it. No, no. There's <laughs> never been a guy that's dressed any way at a table that's distracted me. <laughs> but, well, fine. <laughs> but it's not like we're rocking. Like, I can't wear my deep cut, my deep V cut in my mini skirt at the table because men, like, uh, we can't either. <laughs> I can't. And I think that's terrible that women, and I, I know I'm not the only one. There are, I, I had a friend who did wear her V cuts and then would always make comments later on at the wrap up when somebody left, like he spent the whole time just staring at my boobs. I'm like, well, yeah, you wore a V cut. You're the GM. You kept standing up and bending over the table. When I was 16, <laughs> my first girlfriend told me that when I met her parents, that her dad didn't, didn't like the fact that I was staring at her boobs. And I said, in my defense, they were there. So that's, <laughs> <There's> <laughs> He's going to look, and it's and then I'm not. Yes, she should be able to wear what she wants, but if you're going to sit there and complain about it later or judge him for it, don't wear just just wear the higher neck shirt. It sucks that you have to. I understand as a woman in game, I understand it sucks that we have to that we can't just wear what we want, or if we do wear what we want, we have to put up with with jerks at the table. I get it. So if you're a I guy, do. you can help out your fellow female gamers by wearing reflective glasses. Can't tell that you're doing that. That way, they or won't feel so uncomfortable. Learn how to be a little more discreet and sly, or even better, look at porn before the game. Get your eyes full of all the boobs you want. That way, when you get to the game, you don't need to look at. It. That's not how that works, but sure. That's you not know, how that works. Not, yeah. Knock one out before the game. You know, there, there's one, one you won't game. hear. You won't hear that shit from Matt Mercer. <laughs> knock one out. Get situated. There you go. And, uh, we're, we're keeping yeah. it real here, guys. We're, we're going to keep the it real. real. Get truth. your mind right. You'll be less murder hoboy. Like, wow, yep. Cotton's just like really calm and chill today, even though that yep. NPC was being a real pill. Man, I'm just, uh, yep. I'm just glad to be here, buddy. <laughs> just, I mean, I guess you could say a low ebb. <laughs> treat, I, I think treat everybody at the table like your bro. Just like your bro. Just because this bro happens to have boobs, but I'm not going to check my bro out. So that's, that, that's what you should do. Just treat everybody like your bro. You're not gonna check your bro out. Just that's what I'm. That that that's what should happen. <laughs> that's what should happen. Right. It doesn't, but it's, that's what should happen. In the uh, in the words of Nancy Reagan, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel you're right. me, but okay. No, because they're <laughs> bad. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's unrealistic expectation. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's an unrealistic expectation to treat a. Un- everybody at the table the same and to not ogle the female players when no, you that's, don't No, it's just not going to ha- Like, I understand littering is wrong, but, like, people still do it. You know, because... <laughs> so, just... Be the change. Be you the change. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, my car is so junky. If I just threw all this shit on the highway, it would be less. It would be less. <laughs> it's like cleaner wow. in here. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. What else on this Brought list? Brought to you by litter. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of it. Let me go. Let me see what we got Brought here. Brought you by the South. Brought you by the South. <laughs> Where we have so much nature, we don't give a shit about it. It's fine. You can just go. You can just keep walking. There's more Somebody trees. Somebody else will clean it up. That's what the South is. Yeah, they're, they're called prisoners on our prison farm. <laughs> don't, didn't you watch our brother where out there?
Jesus. J- Jupiter. That... I said great for editing Jupiter. it out. Jupiter. The but, only oh, people that no, are the people I, right here. I hope that shit works out because that shit has never worked for me to my oh, chagrin. Oh, it works out for me. I pay him. <laughs> no, fuck. That's that's what I never paid Vance. Fuck me. That's what it was. There I was you like, go. Like, Vance, uh, uh, after a year, I finally listened to this podcast and uh, you didn't edit any of this shit out except where I actually said edit button. Like, you edited that you edited that part out, but like the thing that I wanted you to edit did not go anywhere. And, yeah. And it was, <laughs> I don't know if he was incredulous that I thought that that was going to happen. <laughs> Like, do I don't know what part. I expected, you know. Like, yeah, no, no. Great fast to edit one hour. You were asking them to edit, find your little bad joke in a three, four hour segment. No, yeah. not gonna, not gonna happen. I guess I thought there'd be like a spike in the audio channel. <laughs> He'd be able to like control F. Like no, or for the lack thereof. Like I would say edit button, and that would have a certain like look, and you can I like see. control F that wow. wave that look? of sound. And wow. you can find it again, like he said, edit button, and we'll we'll kill it there. I think you need to is start that... editing our our podcast. So you <laughs> do know, you, do you want me to do that after what I just explained? No, because you won't edit <laughs> when I say edit. <laughs> You'll leave it in there, so everybody hears the horrible things I say. Yeah. <laughs> and now everybody's gonna want to know what did I say, but nobody's gonna know what it is because that's just gonna be beeped out. Yep. <laughs> just just rest assured, it was it was super weird and fucked up. <laughs> It was it was the kind of thing that the uh, that the people on Twitter wouldn't like. They'd be like, "Man, that's mm, you're you're ooh, done." Ooh. Segway, segway, segway. Bad etiquette to bring in your personal political values to the table. Do not discuss politics or religion at a table. It's only there for the game. We don't want to hear who you want to vote for, or who you think, or or your ideas about the vaccine or not. We don't want to hear it. Don't talk about that stuff at the table. Yeah. That's and again generally, generally true. Generally, a generally true, thing true any... which means there are some instances where you will talk about it. No, people will. I, or, no, oh. I'm, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying for like other engagements that are not D and D. Like this rule yeah. is great for D and D. It's also good generally. It's also good generally. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not a like good it's... general rule. I mean, if you're with a bunch of people who are very like-minded and you really know they're like-minded, yeah, maybe you can't. But I still don't think those topics of conversation should be at the table during gameplay. It should be about the game. We don't want to get into, we're trying to immerse ourselves into this little fantasy world. Don't pull me out by talking politics or, uh, you know, current news. I, I just save it for before the game or after the game. Don't do it during the game. Again, I think you have to know your situation, know your peoples mm-hmm. and uh, go from there. Don't antagonize. It's because oh, you just distract. You're going to, it's going to be all about you and all mm-hmm. about that situation. And so uh, we, we have, we have a thing where, uh, you know, oh, Oz is a little bit on the old left there, and, I, <laughs> and my character was doing some like weird capitalism or fucked up bullshit, maybe enslaving a bunch of fucking people. Doesn't matter. The point maybe. is, is that it, <laughs> you know, I poked fun at him in that moment, like, hey, Oz, wait, wait, wait. maybe, <laughs> maybe he sold a fellow crewmate into slavery. I was also sold along with said crewmate, so no, that did not count. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine if you were also sold, you know. So <laughs> that's not how I remember it, but go on. Yeah. So, you know, and I poked fun at him because we were friends and we we're on that level. But if you have someone, you know, who's a, a diehard Republican and you have someone who is the Democrat, and this is what will often happen in my experience is you have person one who's on poll one, person two is at poll two, and the other two or three people are a lot more middle of the road or less committed to politics in general or whatever uh, deeply held conviction is at dispute. And so what you try, what, what people will try to do is sort of like win, and you want to come in there and get get the most zingers in, 
you know, and or use the game as a vehicle to poke fun and to snipe. And that's mm-hmm. shitty. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Don't. And and I've played. Like I said, I had a, a group of uh, a table, eight people at that table, face to face. We were good friends. We were all pretty much lined up with our thoughts about things in the world. But there were always just these one little skew. Like one of us had this one weird skewed opinion. And we we're like, wait, how can you think all of that? But then you that I don't under. So it was just best don't because we would set off arguments. And it's like we're still good friends at the time. But it would set off this weird debate and argument. And it's like, all right, we don't we can't talk about this stuff. Just don't talk about it during the game. Yeah, it's it's hard to do that. That was very much me in my early twenties. I've reined in a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is reined in. Okay. Yeah, do, what, do, do people know my do my general opinions? I have a, a multifaceted view on many things. You were okay with selling your crewmate into slavery, and you poked fun at the other player because he you knew he didn't really approve. That's not a political opinion. That was just self-interest. That's not the same thing. <laughs> like, it's one thing to have principles; it's another to violate them in order to achieve goals. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> okay all right all right all right all right yes so what else do we have do you have any more on your list uh i would say those are the biggest ones the the, the in the easiest to make the mistakes on are probably the minor ones like metagaming and uh and like eating at the table when no one else is you know those are the ones that i think get a little bit more left behind and and being fully prepared not being on your phone those are the, the, the i guess the quick recap what do you have anything banging around so as a gm what is your biggest pet peeve that a player can do the thing that just whenever it's done it just it just throws you into a fit of rage not paying attention and especially if it's purposeful like i feel like it's a little easier to be distracted in an online game that's true for me so maybe i'm being easy on myself but in a real life game it's a physical act to pull your cell phone out and i know i couldn't have a character sheet on my phone because i would 100 go to reddit because i'm terrible and i can't help it so i just don't let that happen to me but that that one not paying attention and purposely uh doing something else uh in order to you know because you're not there you know so or not involved in the action that that's my number one is the is the is is paying attention i would say yeah it, it that is my number one for me when i hear the words wait so wait what's happening what's going on oh oh it drives me nuts drives oh just I, I clench my fists. I bite my tongue so I don't yell at the poor player. Yep. It drives me insane. And I've done it. And I'll try. It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's, I will admit, it is much harder for me to, to log in online. Mm. And, and as I get tired. Like, I, I really, ideally... So, for example, my game that I run, I run at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I am 100% awake at 3 p.m., no matter what I've done that day. Or the night before. If I'm up till two o'clock in the morning doing last minute bullshit, which is 100% my style, then I will wake up at you know 10, 11 o'clock. I can get something to eat, and by 3 p.m. I am fed, I am rested, I am back in action. The game's going to go to about seven. That's not where I'm going to be tired. You know, like the game we play, we start at around like seven my time, and we go to around nine. And by nine, yeah, like I'm kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I've had some food, I've worked 10 hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going down, you know, so it's, it's, it's a little mm-hmm. harder on me. I will, I will yeah. admit this is true. And, I'm, and yeah. there's not people there to, to I, I really feed off energy of being with other people mm-hmm. and like seeing, seeing them, seeing their eyes, seeing their hands, seeing where they point. That is a lot more engaging and engrossing to me than an online game. But you know, you live in Indianapolis, I live in Mississippi, dims the brakes. 
Oh, and Sakara brings uh, this up. Uh, playing with some pretty nitpicky people get annoyed about the rules debate. Rules lawyering. Ooh, that is an excellent one. I feel that we missed. Good. We Hell missed yeah. it. Zakara brought lawyering. that. Yes, rules lawyering. Oh, that, like, I understand you may think you're trying to help, but you are just looking like a jerk. It, it depends. There, <laughs> there are times for bringing it up, and I don't mind someone who has a, I've been called out by players. Hey, the, the rule is actually this. And I tend to be, I think, a little bit more loyal to rules as written uh, than a lot of other people. So I, I appreciate that. I'm fine. And argue your case. And if it's some weird edge shit, but to be honest, the players I have chosen have never really been the worst of the rules lawyer. You give it one. I think on any rule, you're allowed to have one. For, hey, hey, I think the rule should be interpreted like X. And the GM may say, okay, or they may ask for more information, or they may say, well, not because of this. You can say, well, actually, because of this. But after about two, or whenever that GM makes a final ruling, mm -hmm. that's it. You just got to take the L. And it's, and it's, it's, it doesn't matter. You're right. You could be totally right. Uh, and very often, <laughs> rules lawyers are not. But if, even if they are, <laughs> Don't do it. And uh, you are 100% wrong if you have a stupid-ass way that makes something overpowered or broken. Like, it's well, just... If it's no. small, like, if it's inconsequential... That's, well, that's like the opposite of what I'm saying. If it's character, life or death, or... or and if it's small, if it's a small thing, you don't need to be... You don't need to win this one. You don't need to be right. Just let it go. Just let I'll, it go. I'll give an example. So there was... Uh, I just saw this D&D uh, &D, YouTube guy. He made a video about uh, the rope trick. Uh, he's a just like the animated stuff. Great guy. Love his channel. Can't remember it for the life of me. But Rope Trick. And it's like, <laughs> okay, this is a... Uh, yeah, good plug. Well, he doesn't pay us money. That's on him. It's probably... Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, hey, the Rope Trick is you have a rope goes up and there's a uh, like an invisible portal. It's this sort of like, you know, refuge spell like you have with Liam and Tiny Hut or Mordecai and Mansion. It's a rope. Goes up. Circular portal. You go in the portal. You're safe. You and your friends can be there. Baddies. Uh, I don't think can. But and it's generally, I think it's generally ruled that they can't. But what is bullshit would be to the, the rules of D&D &D are you can move and you can, let's say, fire a bow, right? And you're allowed to do that in whatever order you want. If you have 30 feet of movement, you can move 15, fire, move 15 back, and that's all your turn. So what you can do is, is be in your magical portal, walk out, fire, or shoot, you know, do a cantrip or whatever, cast a spell, and then 15 feet back. And you have a... Basically use a refuge spell, a spell that exists for refuge, to invent sort of an invincible bullshit thing where everyone's turn is they step forward out of their invincibility portal, fire a shot off, and then go back to being invincible again. Or I want to do cast, create water in their lungs to smother them. Mm -hmm. No, that's fucking dumb. No. You know, that's dumb. If you do shit like that, if your rules lawyering is some goofy bullshit that makes sense in the world of physics and mm -hmm. it makes something super ass powerful, I hate that shit anyway. And if your GM says no, you just. just yeah, that's yeah. It. but if your GM's for it and your other players are all for it and they like doing those crazy things, great. You just have to make sure you have the table that's willing to do those things. Yeah. But you're not really. I mean, to me, you're just trying to figure out all the ways to break things. And not really doing there the is, RP in RPG. There is a line between using a spell in a creative way. Like I had a player who used Create Water, which has a, a sort of like a rain effect. You can't you can use it to like create rain in, in an atmosphere or, or mm -hmm. dropping water, something like along those lines. And they were fighting uh, salamanders who have like a fire aura that does damage. And I was like, cool. The player did not know that this cantrip would do 
uh, or this level one spell would do jack shit. But I thought that was a fair assumption. It didn't break the game. It wasn't even her idea to do so. She was like, oh, they're hot. They're creating damage. So her brain worked in a creative sense. Mm-hmm. That's cool. There's a fine line between using something cool in D&D and then coming up with some stupid broken bullshit. So if mm-hmm. it's stupid broken bullshit, first of all, don't argue it. And if you do and get shut down, then just take the L. doesn't matter if you're yeah. technically right because you're an engineer and you can like, you know, pull out a <laughs> theorem that shows that this will technically work. Real world logic and my fantasy game. Yeah. Wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that is one we missed. That is a good one. Thank you, Zakara. Indeed. So is that, is that the top ones? I don't know, how to do, do, I don't, I don't know if we got to 10. And I think we got around like probably eight. We, just... mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have to always. We don't always have to hit to 10. That's, well, that's what Watch Mojo that's does. It's always like top 10 bullshits. And it's like, we oh, do I our watch, thing. Watch We're not doing other people's things. That's true. We're originals. Kablam. <laughs> we're, we're trailblazers. Have you finished your drink? Yes. Good job. Way to go. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that's it. I, I think I've got all of the things that irritate me out. I feel better. Yeah. I don't don't be a dick and communicate. Uh, well, that's there should be a comma in there. Don't be a dick, comma. Also, <laughs> you can communicate. <laughs> Uh, you know, eat some food, don't be too drunk, you know, basics of, of some shit, but, you know, do the thing. Also, uh, watch Invincible season one. It's really, it's on Amazon Prime. Yes. And if you would like very it spoiled, good. just DM me and I will tell you everything. And she'll get her brother on the phone. And he'll just fuck up all your shit. He's got <laughs> I'll like, boom, all six, of it. <laughs> six cents. He was dead the whole time. Blam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> How does Don't Be a Dick invalidate two seasons of OOC? What? <laughs> yeah, what? Cotton wasn't even on season one. I wasn't a dick. I was on season was one as, as a guest. Maybe I, am. As I, was, a guest. I was the occasional guest. Uh, you were the occasional guest, but so was the person that typed that comment. Yeah, yeah, so fuck, uh, fuck that uh, guy. Yeah, I, uh. that guy. <laughs> Hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Cause it was, <laughs> why, why was your show, show so dickish in the first season? Because you were here. <laughs> <Like this. laughs> so really, though, but a lot of the OOC episodes do boil down to the essence of don't be a dick. Yeah. A don't lot be of a it dick. does boil down to just, just don't be a dick. But they don't know. But why People is that so know. hard to not be a dick? Because you think that your actions you are You think fine. you're not. You think, no, I'm not being a dick. I'm right in yeah. this instance. Yes. Oh, like wow. people who, I've had a player who actually was like, yeah, can I, can I create water in his lungs? As a create water spell and lungs are a vessel. And I thought it was a joke. And his, the way his gaze lingered, it seemed to imply that he was actually asking this question. And I thought that's insane. It wasn't dickish. It was just, but it was, I don't know, it, that, that's insane. But uh, yeah, are people who have interesting hygiene I, I i really don't understand that i do not understand like people who are from like american culture who have not who don't shower every day i do not you know does not compute I don't shower. uh that's i don't want itchy dry skin called lotion wow this is why wow. if you see me at gen hey by the way if you, if you i'm not gonna see you at gen con I'm you will not see me. Going, i'm gonna steer clear of you at just gen look con. for the guy who smells great and yet also has excellent hair that's there you go <laughs> So we're not hanging out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
How many more episodes do I have with you this year? Oh, let's let's see. I mean, we, we just divide by two. I don't know, maybe, and maybe consider that extra shower if you spend, I don't know, 18 hours inside of a, a basement dive bar that's a, a cigar bar slash whiskey joint. <gasps> I don't spend 18 hours there. I haven't been there in, my gosh, months. <laughs> months. It's been months. Ever since That'll I be moved part of out our of Gen downtown. Con, our Gen Con survival guide will, will include the super oh. secret Jupiter hangout. No, guys, so many new food places have opened up. I can't wait to have an episode to talk about all the neat places you can go, all the neat sites you need to go check out. This is going to be wonderful. Nice. Some some places have closed and are gone. Some pl- new places have opened. Uh, it's it's also about you know maybe getting a little bit away from the ICC, going out towards Mass Ave. Some really nice places out there. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about all of that. We're going to do a a. Uh, we're going to do a, a Gen Con survival guide episode in August. And um, we'll probably do a follow-up after Gen Con to kind of discuss what we liked about it and what we didn't like about it. Because it's going to be a little different this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also I'm going to Origins, so we'll do a show about that too. Cool. Very cool. cool. Very cool. I will, I have, I've been meaning to get out to Origins. You know, I only mm-hmm. have so many vacation days. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd love nope. to get out there. I'm just going for one day. I'm going to drive out Friday, spend uh, Saturday at Origins, and then driving back Sunday morning. Uh, I'm going to go with my brother so he can tell me more spoilers on three-hour drives. So this will be fun. Uh, you're going to have to – I feel like maybe you need to punch him in the shoulder like at least oh, once. Oh, no, no, no. I've learned – my brother plays RPGs, and he made this comment this past weekend when I spent time with my with my mother. He goes, you know what I really hate? These players that want to role-play buying a beer at a tavern. Who cares? Just play the game. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I will role play shopping. <laughs> <laughs> my brother would hate to play an RPG with me right now. <laughs> I said I'm, I'm flexible. I get I get where that person's coming from. Like I would I wouldn't mind being a game that was that was all about tactics. That's mm-hmm. kind of what Gloomhaven is really. You know, like yeah. we're gonna sit down, we're gonna be we're, it's gonna be a dry table, no beer, we're gonna be locked Ugh. in, we're doing some Ugh. hardcore shit. And it's going to be all mechanical as hell and, you know, no RP. I, I can see myself enjoying that some uh, as a challenge. Just, uh, you know, just how much could I mechanically operate? But, yeah, I, I enjoy the RP stuff. I, I like buying beer at the tavern. Yeah. So those are upcoming. Uh, but we will see you for another episode uh, in the future. So, hell yes. I appreciate you listening. Uh, introduce it to your friends. There you go. If you listen to the show, have, have a friend listen to one you think that they like. And, as always, please give us money. Uh, wow! We, we, we... <laughs> wow! Wow! I don't believe in like subtle shilling or butter anything. Butter them like, up or like, give us you know, money. Just you just or go possibly right in someone there. else's money. That's fine. Just but <laughs> zero foreplay just went right to yeah. the. Game we, money. Like, okay. we like we like we like Bitcoin <laughs> and uh, wow. uh, Krugerrands wow. and those Visa ca- cash cards that aren't traceable. I, and that kind I of just shit. want you to listen. I don't need your money. Yeah, that's that's her. I'm glad. But if you want to support us on Patreon, please go to Without a Net Podcast on Patreon. I believe to get access to the OOC live listening, it's an eight dollar a month, and then you get everything with the uh, Without a Net, all of the the Shadowrun series, Call of Cthulhu, our Aliens games, now Vampire the Masquerade, and now we're also doing Fate, uh, Without a Fate, in space. So that's a lot of content. So if you're looking for stuff to listen to, we have hours and hours and hours and 
hours of it. <laughs> and we're all Perfect. deeply interesting and cool. Most of us are deeply interesting and cool. Right. Okay. <laughs> I am not. Cotton is. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time thank you have a good night <laughs>